Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. So glad you're here with us. So thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at Gobekli Tepe today. Gobekli Tepe, also known as Potbelly Hill. Now, what is so significant about Gobekli Tepe is it's considered to be the largest, earliest, and let me phrase it like this, the earliest continuously inhabited place on earth as far as archaeology. It's the first time, you know, and scientists would postulate before this, people were basically hunter-gatherers and wandered around in families and communities and all of this. But here you have a place where people gathered together and built, built cities, built fortifications, built religious shrines. And really for biblical archaeology, that's the, the most significant find is that, and this has really shocked researchers, is it shows that the earliest city on earth was built around religion. Because before this, you know, anthropologists and sociologists had theorized that mankind was basically evolutionary atheist. Even though there is some evidence that Neanderthals, which they would date, well, beyond 10,000 B.C., um, had religious rites as well. That's been in the news recently. That this was built as a shrine, and the city was built kind of around the shrine, and it kind of gives you that Mesopotamian feel, because that's what exactly happened in Mesopotamia with the rise of civilization there between the rivers and the ziggurats and this type thing. And so um, it shows that mankind was religious from earliest times. And so, you know, like Freudian thinking processes and even the God part of the brain, the evolutionary development of the brain with the God part. And we no longer need that taboo. What was it? Moses and monotheism and totem and taboo by Freud. So let's just look at it a little bit. We're just here on Wikipedia. Again, we want to say thank you so much for being with us. And uh, it's a Neolithic archaeological site. And the term Neolithic is the final division of what's known as the Stone Age. And so you would have like uh, the Bronze Age after that, the Iron Age after that. Um, and then you would have like the Chalcolithic Age, even uh, between Bronze and... Uh, Neolithic. And so the Chalcolithic means the Copper Age. And so uh, the Neolithic Age is like a pottery type stage. And uh, you had domestication of animals and this type thing. So let's look at some interesting stuff about this. It's got the world's oldest known megaliths. They date it to about 9,500 to 8,000 B.C. Comprises a number of large circular stone structures supported by massive stone 
pillars, and the pillars are richly decorated with anthropomorphic details, clothing and reliefs of wild animals. I'll also tell you this. <laughs> Some of the uh, wild animals look dinosauric to me. No, that's just to me. It, you might say, well, that's just you, you're a young earth creationist. But I did want to say that uh, secular archaeologists, look at this, you can't identify these animals. Now, some of that is because it's carving. It's not, we don't have photographs and this type of thing. So there is that aspect of it as well. Anthropomorphic would be putting human characteristics on things as well. So that's kind of interesting. It also gives insights into prehistoric religion, in particular the iconography of the period. It's got, uh, it's a 50-foot high tail, which is tail, as most of you would know, is just uh, looks like a hill or a mountain, but actually it's where a city has been buried, maybe under several generations. It's got stone-cut cisterns and this type of thing. And so it marks the oldest permanent human settlements anywhere in the world. I was just looking over a little list of the most ancient archaeological sites on each continent. That was fascinating. And I've written it down to do a podcast or a few in the future on that. And so this is considered even pre-pottery Neolithic uh, in a couple of the subdivisions there. It's, it looks like it's right on the Syrian border, too, in southeastern Turkey. A lot of red there. I'm from South Georgia, so red clay is ubiquitous here. A lot of red there. And I was looking at some pictures of Gobekli Tepe. You can look at them online. They're just fantastic. Looking over the plain of Haran, which is another biblical terminology as well. So it was kind of like a midpoint if somebody was traveling out of Ur and coming down to the Holy Land, the Promised Land. But then you would have as well the that uh, place up at the top of the triangle, so to speak. And this would be like Laban, where he was from. This would be like where Rebecca and Rachel would be from as well. And so less than 5% of it has been uncovered, which is remarkable as well. And uh, I'm going to skip down to a part where it says the iconography of the pillars. And let's read there. The stone pillars in the enclosures of Gebekli Tepe are T-shaped, similar to other PPN sites in the region. But unlike those at other sites, many of the pillars are carved, usually in low relief, but sometimes also in high relief. Most carvings depict animals, serpents, foxes, and boars for the most part, but also oryx, gazelle, molten, which is wild sheep, onager, crane, ducks, and vultures. Insofar as they can be identified, see, they can't identify them all. The animals are male and often depicted in an aggressive posture. So they would have been attacking. This is the thing. You know, man... Fighting with beast, red with tooth and claw. I'm looking at pillar 27 with the high relief enclosure. Certainly looks like a dinosaur there. Possibly a low relief type dinosaur as well. 
um, has a fox on pillar 10, birds, which maybe, I mean, you could look at these birds and say they might be T-Rexes or something, which some would say that T-Rexes evolved from birds. Um, the vulture stone, all of this. There's also a fantastic reproduction of the uh, of central pillars. And that's fantastic. It's got another picture of a carved stone with an animal, possibly a reptile or a felid or a wolverine, but they're just not sure. Head of an animal. They could be anything from a crocodile to a T-Rex. Um, boar statuette and this type of thing. And so... The importance of a good Buckley Tepe, I'm reading from Wiki again, is regarded by some as an archaeological discovery of great importance since it could profoundly change the understanding of a crucial stage in the development of human society. Some researchers believe that the construction of Buckley Tepe may have contributed to later development of urban civilization, or as excavator Klaus Schmidt, he's one of the main excavators, put it, first came the temple, then the city. And that is a key quotation because religion was there read another paragraph or two it remains unknown how population large enough to construct augment and maintain such a substantial complex was mobilized and compensated or fed in the conditions of pre-sedentary society scholars have been unable to interpret the pictograms and do not know the meaning of the animal reliefs had for visitors to the site the variety of fauna depicted, from lions and boars to birds and insects, makes any single explanation problematic, as there is little or no evidence of habitation. Many of the animals pictured are predators. The stones may have intended to stave off evils through some form of magic representation. Alternately, they could have been used as totems. Not a U-totem, but like a totem pole. The assumption that the site was strictly cultic in purpose and not inhabited has been challenged as well by the suggestion that the structures served as large communal houses, similar in some ways to large plank houses of the northwest coast of North America with their impressive post and totem poles. It's not known why every few decades existing pillars were buried to be replaced by new stones as part of smaller concentric ring inside the older one. Now we'll say this. We do know that dating this time period is notoriously difficult. Now, let's just propose that this is something after the flood. It's extraordinarily close to Noah, where the traditional site of Mount Ararat is, and then the journeyings of the people thereafter. And that the pictographs depicted on the various totems and pillars and walls are actually pictures of the many faceted animals that were coming off the ark. Just a thought. I'm not saying that is exactly what happened, but it is an interesting hypothesis nonetheless. So God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Continue to pray for us and share with your friends and family and neighbor and subscribe and Leave a five-star review. It really helps people find us. And uh, we just appreciate you being here every day. And we just ask that you uh, prayerfully support us and join us again tomorrow. So God bless you. Bye-bye.